We're talking Warriors Rugby League now, but not the Warriors Rugby League you think we're going to be talking about. We're talking about uh, the brave new world of Warriors Rugby League. And uh, we're joined by uh, Louisa Avaiki, who's the new coach of the, the Women's Warriors, if I could call them that. Louisa, I suppose we better start from scratch. What's the actual official name of the team? And welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Um, hi, Darcy. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, at the moment, our, our name is uh, Warriors Women's Team, so we don't actually have an official name, so I'm not quite sure if that's official name, but that's um, what we've gone by. You're the Vodafone Warriors in the NRL Women's Premiership, so you're the same as the bloke in name, essentially, aren't you? Yes, yes, yeah, we are. We've got yeah. that sorted out. So tell us all about this competition. It, it is a brave new world. It's really interesting. I expect there's going to be huge buy-in from the public. So first tell us, I suppose, when it starts, how long it goes for, what the prize is at the end. Just give us a, a paint-by-numbers, if you will, of the uh, NRL Women's Premiership. Yeah, we'll do. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, I really do hope the public get behind it because the women's competition is going to be great. It's going to be a real great display of um, the female game. Um, it starts in six weeks, so it's only a four-week competition this year. And um, the girls will play, the ladies will play um, the curtain raiser for the, the semi-finals, the playoffs. So September the 5th to 7th, that weekend, is the first weekend um, of kickoff for all the female NRL teams. And so we play three games um, leading up to the grand final fourth game will be whoever finishes um, one and two. Uh, so it's only a short competition, but nevertheless, it's going to be a great competition for our, our female rugby league players. And uh, just really cool to just have a competition at another level for our girls to compete in. And I suppose with expectation that if it, if it does actually bite, get some traction, it might extend, it might be a larger competition. Have any thoughts about that at all? I know it's an embryonic stage right now, but what's the future of this comp, do you think, Louisa? Yeah, I've, I do think that this, um, the future of the comp has got great potential. Um, I do see um, sense in, in what they've done in terms of making it a smaller competition first, um, just to see how... Um, what traction they get from it, and just to make sure that we have a quality um, quality games. So um, even for our women, I mean, because a, a couple of weeks after that, they go into their international um, uh, teams. Um, f- for our girls to just c- be able to compete in the highest competition, um, teams that are filled with Jillaroos, uh, Kiwi Ferns, Fringe players, up-and-coming develop, developing players, it's only going to be really uh, good for the game and it's going to take that game to another level. Tell us about the spread of players that you've named. You've got 22 players to sign for this short competition. You've got some older players, some younger players, some established players. Uh, you've got a, a bunch of Kiwi Ferns involved in the programme as well. Give us a, the skinny on, on, the, on the type of women that you've assembled for this comp. Yeah, I... We've got a we've got a really good combination. I feel we've got um, a lot of experience, um, but in with that, uh, in the mix, we also have um, young, up and coming players who have just been um, identified maybe over the last couple of years, few years, and they're just starting to come into this elite space in terms of their rugby league. Um, so it's really good for them. And then we've got you know a couple of girls. This is their first time. And for me, what's exciting is that they get to our developing girls or our um, new girls coming in, they're um, 
I don't think they're going to be. You're going to see a difference between a, a big difference between those players and our Kiwi Fern players because when they're together and they're in the mix, they're playing alongside the best players in in the country for us, and they're developing their skill. They're not having to, um, you know, it's a little bit different from club where they're not the ones that have to do all the work. They actually get to just do their job because they've got players alongside them who are at a, a high standard and a high level as well. Talking about just doing your job, most of these women are employed. How does that work with the competition? Do they take some leave? Do they get, do they get paid for this? So how does that work? Because that's a lot, yeah, a lot of work that you've got to put in there. Really, that, that's a really good question because, yes, um, it is semi-professional. Our, our women, our ladies do have full-time jobs. So, you know, as well as having full-time um, work, uh, a lot of our ladies are women, uh, uh, sorry, are mothers, and they have responsibilities at home too. So it's, you know, for them, a consideration to be part of this competition is a huge sacrifice to them because um, in September they actually have to take a month off their work. So... Um, what they get in, in, in the ways of contracts, they're not like huge contracts, but they will help um, to compensate for, I guess, them not being able to work for a whole month. Um, so some, for a couple of our girls, they have to relocate, um, which means they, you know, they're away from their families, they're, they're up here without working, and so that's another cost that they have to think about too, you know, so they, yeah, it's, it's a huge sacrifice for them, but that just shows how um, dedicated and how much these girls want to want to be in this team, how they want this opportunity and just want to be playing in this competition. Talking with uh, coach Louisa Avaiki, she is the head coach of the Vodafone Warriors uh, NRL Women's Premiership side in 2018. You said uh, some players have got to relocate. I note that a bulk of the players are actually in the Auckland region, but a couple do actually have to move. So uh, a bit of an upheaval there for you. Is that problematic, do you think? Um, no, it's uh, we, we don't have a, a, a big crew coming from uh, relocating from outside of Auckland. And so the... The fortunate thing about that is that they'll be able to come up here and we're going to try and put them together, so house them together so that um, they are able to train together, that they're, that they're actually in that team environment anyway, even though they're away from home, and they'll be able to do their training together in the morning and be together and travel to training together so that they're totally not um, feeling like they're alone and isolated up here when they finally do move up here. You've got a number of women involved, and I suppose uh, the one that's attracted a great deal of attention is uh, the former Kiwi Fern, uh, Lorena Papali'i, of course, because uh, her kid, I say, yeah. is playing in first grade too, but it's not just all about her. Just name-check a couple of players you think we should look out to that could bring big things. Um, you, you can't go past uh, a really great leader that we've got in our team um, who's going who's going to be excellent for the team and even for her this opportunity when she kind of thought she'd done everything that she wanted to achieve in rugby league. Um, um, having Laura Mariu be part of our team and then be part of the first Warriors team is something that is a goal that she really wanted for herself. So look out for Laura. She brings a lot of experience, um, just a lot of vision of the game, and um, a lot of knowledge, but just real good leadership qualities, not, and I'm not talking about off the field, I'm talking about on the field when she's on there leading leading the girls in attack and defence and how she organises 
on the field. So she'll be one to watch out for. Um, we've got an, a lot of young and up-and-coming players who this is um, going to be a first time for them. Um, so, uh, you know, those young girls too. Um, in particular, we've got one young girl, Alice Vailea, who's um, never played. She's just kind of been a fringe player. So this is the big... This is the first big thing for her coming through, and um, you know, excited to see how she responds to being in a, uh, in this competition and in this environment. But um, we've got so much um, um, talent coming through as well, and then we've got all our girls like Crystal Rota still in there, um, Georgia Hale, um, as well as you know, Lorena being one of our most experienced players as well. Yeah. So we've got a good mix. You're Hopefully you'll hear and you'll see more of them as the weeks go. How close are you working with the Kiwi Ferns coach, Kelvin Wright? Quite closely because um, obviously uh, most of these girls that are in um, our team, a lot of them are in the Kiwi Ferns team. And then we've got um, we've also got players who are in the wider squad that are in our team as well. So um, he'll be very interested in this competition and in our team. So he'll be watching closely because, as I say, Two weeks after our competition, um, New Zealand will have a test match against the Jillaroos. So uh, for him, um, you know, being in the know and um, knowing where the girls are playing and what they're doing and how they're tracking and what they're, you know, he's got a great interest in that as well. And on that, we'll let you go. Louisa Avaiki, thank you very much for your time. Best of luck for the inaugural uh, NRL Women's Premiership. Um, Let's go on, Warriors. Good on you. Cool. Thanks, Darcy. Appreciate it.